0: Welcome to Oregon Rooted, I'm Higher Peaks,
1: and this is Lady Sativa,
0: you're listening to The Dirt Show,
1: where we bring you Oregon's cannabis culture. Peaks. And this is Lady Sativa.
0: And we are on episode 11.
1: All right.
0: Yeah and I think this episode we're gonna kind of kick back. We had a busy week with um, going to the Indo Expo which if you're on our social media you saw that we had gone there and we got a lot of um, good things to come back with a lot of information and so I think this this time we're gonna relax on the interviews and Uh, just talk about what happened at the expo maybe talk about some news maybe throw in some controversial news this time and uh, talk about her grow and also too, I want to talk about um, possibly adding a new segment to to the show uh, which we'll talk more about but um, let's uh, let's first talk about um, our supporters of course we know peacemaker gear uh, Been doing well with the gear this week. Um, We had got some gear to part of the crew when we were up at Portland at the expo. And we just sent out uh, a couple more pieces to uh, our crew who are really anxious to try it. We hadn't got them to them yet. And they're going to try them and see what they think. I'm pretty sure they're going to be happy. Um,
1: Wasn't that the one that we were supposed to meet up with and we didn't get a chance to?
0: Yeah, short dabs. Yes. Yeah, so um, her gear, and then, of course, we're going to send some up to the rest of the crew. Um, Nick, he hasn't had a chance to try them yet, West Cush. So we're going to get some to him, and I think they're going to like him. I lost my cap today. I was pretty upset. It's right there. No, I know. I found it. Oh. Yeah, but...
1: I was confused. I'm like, but that's it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, no, it's there. (laughs) I uh, had lost it, though, today, and I was really (laughs) upset. Like, it really hurt my feelings that um, I lost my cap because that's like an important piece to it. So I was really hurt. Well, yeah. And I was sick today.
1: So that didn't help. No. I that's was why sick. you lost it.
0: <clears throat> Probably. I was sick to my stomach and I uh, wanted to medicate and continue to medicate, but I lost my cap.
1: So you went into panic attack mode trying <clears throat> to find your cap.
0: <laughs> I found it. But uh, anyway... <laughs> uh yeah it's uh good stuff and we're getting a lot of good feedback from them. so as you know check out peacemakergear.com and that's p-i-e-c-e makergear.com uh kind of the the pieces not the piece of the the people but pieces so um, check them out and uh, see what you think. Uh, I, I, their store is up on their website, and you should be able to check out what they got going on and order some stuff up. Plus, if you're in Oregon, we do have them all over the state. So yep.
1: Check the them out. head shops. Yep. I've seen a couple different places.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And we are still enjoying ours, and it is our main piece. So we love them. Yep. And I think we're going to come up on a, a new uh, contest with that as far as that goes because actually – in kind of tying in with that new segment, I think we want to try to bring in some stories, cannabis stories. I keep hearing these stories about people, whether it's uh, their kids or a funny story that they have or uh, something that was really weird or something, but all related to cannabis. And um, I want to start sharing those stories on the radio occasionally uh, or on the podcast, I should say. And I think there's a lot of stories that should be shared, mm-hmm. and so I think with the contest with the Peacemaker, we'll offer up some gear and have maybe our listeners uh, tell us maybe a name of this segment.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So um, now when I was when I was thinking about it, obviously we're not going to use this, but I came up with terpene Tales. <laughs> How
1: what do, do you think? You know, why why shouldn't we use it?
0: Well, I don't know. It's maybe we'll, you know, it's a contest. So we're going to find out, you know, what the best, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: there's probably going to be a, lots of other ideas out there. Right. So we'll see what people have to say and we'll we'll pick the best title for the segment and that'll be our winner. How's that?
1: All right.
0: <clears throat> so we'll start that. That is on
1: included s- with the pipe?
0: Well, I'm yeah, I'm going to have some gear. I just don't. Thanks. Yeah, we'll have a set of some sort we'll put together and then put that on our social media. And as far as our listeners here, you can always email us on at rooted at gmail.com and uh, send us a title that way. You don't have to do it through our social media.
1: And you don't have to do it through our private emails either. The no, no, no sativa no. or higher peaks. You don't have to, it can be through organ rooted. Yeah, we both us, get it either way.
0: <laughs> just send us a direct um, email through that anonymous, you know, set up a, if, if you want, you don't have to, but if you're in a prohibition state or something like that, then you can send us a uh, email um, anonymously, you know, just set up an anonymous account and just send us that way. But
1: it's not like we're going to blast you on on social media if you ask us not to.
0: No. And um, if you're setting up uh anonymous email, you're going to have some sort of um, ID name. So we'll just go by that. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> so.
1: Or make up your own name. Yeah
0: so we'll introduce that in the next day or two and just
1: like ask Amy in the in the newspaper what's you that can make up your own name for ask Amy I read like three stories from her today oh yeah like uh cannabis input <laughs>
0: well yeah you can give yourself anything you want <laughs> yep exactly
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so you can be anonymous and we want to hear from everybody so Think of a good title for a segment for um, telling cannabis stories. Excuse me. And um, uh, beyond that, um, we're going to talk about some news. So and then, like I said, the Indo Expo and the OR Grow. So and we got a lot to talk about. So let's get into it. What you got some news there we can talk.
1: I do. um, From Civilized. uh, I have written by James McClure. The strange tale of an Oregon teen facing jail for a single gram may have a happy ending. One of the most bizarre marijuana busts in recent history has just reached a more or less happy ending. Devont Devontre Thomas will not be charged for possessing one gram of marijuana, barely enough for a joint. The case highlights just how confusing and conflicted America's marijuana laws are right now. First off, Ruben L. Iniguez, the lawyer representing Thomas, says that his client was actually caught with cannabis. Wait, the client wasn't actually caught with cannabis when the situation began in March 2015. Iniguez asserts that Thomas simply admitted to buying a gram from a fellow student in Salem, Oregon, admitting the purchase was apparently enough for him to be charged. Since the accused, Thomas, was 18 when the incident occurred, he was set to be charged as an adult, even though he is still considered a minor, according to Oregon State Marijuana Laws which legalized recreational marijuana for those over 21 years of age. Thomas, a Native American, was busted at the boarding school on his reservation. The Chemawa Indian School in Salem, Oregon, is overseen by the Bureau of Indian Education, which is a division of the U.S. Department of the, Inter- of the Interior. That means Thomas faced charges for violating federal law, which still prohibits recreational and medical marijuana cannabis, Israel- uh, sorry, medical marijuana Cannabis is regulated like alcohol and organ, but the feds still define it as a drug that it is that is as dangerous as heroin.
0: Of course, yeah,
1: yeah, because you see marijuana overdoses every day. But I'm pretty sure it that does. you could go to the hospital and see heroin, heroin, marijuana, heroin <clears throat> overdoses. <That's> funny. <laughs> I made a new word, a heroin. a heroin. <laughs> <laughs> but you see heroin deaths and come on you don't see track marks in people are people's arms because of marijuana
0: well no 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 or
1: between their toes or come on really you're going to clarify put that in the same well and i it's, actually that drives me crazy
0: yeah and i actually have a story that goes along with that in the next couple of days supposedly we're supposed to find out about maybe what the federal government has to say about rescheduling remember like, that story we yes, did yes yes Okay, well, that's coming up and they're supposed to bring out some information about it, but I don't know what that's going to be. So we're not going to speculate, right. but hopefully until it's good we, news until we actually <clears throat> get the facts. Yeah. And hopefully it's good news. But yes,
1: hope so. All right. Thomas faced up to a year in jail for the single gram. A year for not even a gram. Not even enough to roll a joint
0: well spent the, a year in jail the the i think there's some statistics that they came out with recently that would argue with that because i think a full joint's only like 0. 0.33 or something grams or something it was yeah so small.
1: that's what they're saying is and it even said right here barely enough for a joint
0: a gram is a huge joint i mean or i shouldn't say huge they that's, didn't
1: say it says it says charge for possessing one gram i'm guessing that they made it they what oh is that? i see yeah so no they, i gotcha they like fluffed added it. more change. They fluffed it a little. Sure. Yeah. yeah, it was some like stem. it was ninety-five cents, but really they made it a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Thomas faced up to a year in jail for the single gram. However, Anthony L. Fisher of Reason.com noted that the that first time offenders like Thomas were more likely to receive a deferred ad, aduca- adjudication, meaning it wouldn't be he wouldn't be sent to jail like other cannabis offenders. Thomas would forfeit the right to receive any government assistance, including access to public housing and student loans in the future. Yeah. So basically he got a felony title for less than a gram of marijuana.
0: Yeah. And that's, you know, I mean,
1: that shitty, I know where he's coming from. Yeah. Personally. Well, okay. Yeah. 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 Personally, and, and here's yeah.
0: the deal. You know, we, we're not too far away from that. just, in the last few years, we would have been in the same boat. But um, it's there's still a lot of states out there that are prohibition states. And so it's hard to remember, being here, that there's a lot of places that this is not really um, at all accepted, period. Right. Yeah. And that's unfortunate that, <clears throat> you know, one gram...
1: But listen to this. And I, and
0: I was joking. Just by the way, just so you know, and the listeners, that one gram, I was joking. That's not a huge joint. That's an average joint, if you ask yes. me.
1: Well, if you go into a hedge or if you go into, mm. say, top shelf, you can buy a one gram joint, a one gram joint. No yeah. problem. In fact, yeah. that's the most commonly sold thing in a dispensary. Yeah. So I mean, when that's, it comes to the joints. Yeah.
0: So I was just joking. It's not large. It's I would consider it average. But, but that was a
1: facetious statement yeah. there. Yeah. Okay, jurisdictional quagmire. Thomas wasn't the only one in hot water. The case put the federal government itself in an awkward position. Even though the school is administered federally, the line where tribal sovereignty ends and the government's jurisdiction over Indian reservation begins is often unclear. Moreover, the idea of charging a Native American teen for a minor, nonviolent cannabis infraction in a legal state was sure to draw ire from the cannabis community. Vince Slawoski, a lead attorney for the Harris-Morris Canna Law Group, told Civilized that the optics of the case were very poor for the government. Yeah. And that might be why the, the two sides came to an agreement instead of taking the case to trial on August 4th kgy uh, kgw on nbc affiliate in portland reported that both sides had reached an agreement that could stave off a disastrous trial if thomas who had who has since graduated from the Chemawa indian school enrolls in college or holds a full-time job and he doesn't break the law for the next 60 days the charges will be dropped that's nice. awesome yeah and it should be yes since Thomas is currently employed, he just needs to hold down his job for 2 months to be in the clear. So basically, don't get fired, buddy. Yeah. Keep your job, keep your head straight, which I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that he's gonna he's gonna do that. Should be able to. Yeah. I hope. Meanwhile, mar- marijuana advocates like Congressman Earl Blumenauer are hoping that the case will set a precedent for low-level marijuana offenses, not just in Oregon, but in every state. Awesome. So does that mean that anything that's low-level is going to be dropped or that they're going to try and fight against, or it's just not going to be an issue from here on out?
0: I don't know. They refer to these cases depending on how they go. Yes. So depending on how the case will go will depend on how you know, that applies to the future, and they'll refer to that case. So in future cases, they'll refer to the outcome of the case and then apply it accordingly. But, yeah, it could change everything. Um,
1: Well, you do remember that when um, we first found out that marijuana was going to be legal, that there was, I don't know if it was a rumor or what we had heard about people's minor offenses. People's minor offenses were going, you could get them dropped if you fought against them. Yeah. So if it's like a misdemeanor, like a, a level four misdemeanor for possession, or um,
0: I I do believe that in the state of Oregon, are you talking about our state, right? Yes. Yeah, you yeah. can um when go in legal. and appeal. Yeah, a certain um, low level crimes, misdemeanors, and such for marijuana. I I believe we should find an article about that so we can we talk should. about it. We
1: really should because that's some information that would be really helpful for <laughs> some people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and I. I I think that in the state of Oregon anyway, after three years um, and some other details, you can get rid of the crime anyway, so. Yeah. Um, anyway.
1: This one I like especially, this article.
0: Is this some entertainment yes. stuff going on here?
1: This is a little entertainment.
0: Okay. I like entertainment articles.
1: All right. Well, from Green Rush Daily, Gonja Man Go is the Pokemon Go of the cannabis world. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yes. You heard that right. By I assume way, it
0: hasn't come out yet because no one's talking about it.
1: It's coming. It's coming. Don't you worry. I'll read that to you in just a minute.
0: <laughs> I'm not even going to touch Pokemon Go. I've got but, too many habits it, I have exactly. to do with. Exactly.
1: But having kids, it is definitely necessary to, for at least one of the parents.
0: Oh, oh, for the kids, for sure.
1: For one of the parents to also enjoy Pokemon Go with their child.
0: <laughs> That's an excuse.
1: Shh. I'm not asking you. <laughs> at least I have kids, so I have a good excuse. <laughs> <laughs> Especially, it's a good bonding situation for my stepson and I. So, hey, there we go.
0: My only thing is that we're we're now encroaching on that augmented reality, and I'm sure this game is the same way. But you know what that means, right? Where the game itself uses your world around you
1: to make it to make a game out of it. Yes. Well,
0: t- and to involve you in it. Well, yeah. that's that's kind of like the first step in the whole virtual reality, right? And
1: which, go figure.
0: Well, yeah, and you can't tell me that. I mean, so now and i am not a conspiracy theorist but think about it so now you've got an option of you know google has mapped the whole top surface of everything so
1: they're making streets him. yeah
0: so i mean now in this sense you could actually take a game like that and start being able to and i don't, I don't, don't know don't you remember that
1: movie gamer
0: well yeah where, where so he you,
1: actually <laughs> controlled him personally just by the way his body was moving that
0: it's, a, it's a little it's a little strange to think about the implications of all the the virtual stuff that is going to be coming out because it's not going to stop. It's going to continue to yes. move. And,
1: and what's really scary is the movies have showed us the way pretty much the future is going to go. Yeah. Eventually. Oh, I mean, I'm so sure, it's yeah. not just fairy tales. Come on, the hoverboard from
0: Back to the Future, Back
1: to the Future. They now have hoverboards. Yes, thing. it's yeah. not straight up it's it may be the well, same yeah, the thing i would have to i would still, have to see it
0: yeah well the law of physics is still involved with that so yes
1: but that it's just incredible that they came out with the lexus one just the way the world is changing okay all right so now well, i we assume lost our story
0: well no well, yeah right <laughs> well it's, it's because this is such a thing right yes. now like I, yeah there's times when i'm using my phone i'll be walking somewhere and use my phone and somebody be like uh you know, get the Pokemon or something, joking about me playing the game it's just because I'm looking at my cell phone. Is that how <laughs> common it is? Because,
1: yes, yes. I don't
0: play the game.
1: Just like the other <laughs> night when we ran into a guy at two o'clock in the morning playing Pokemon Go while we went on a walk around a block.
0: <sighs> Portland.
1: Okay. PDX in the he's, house. Serious, he's like, I could hear his Pokemon across the street going ding ding ding. I'm like, hey, he's playing Pokemon. <laughs>
0: All right, so tell us about this BS.
1: The big news. Word on the street is that a brand new cannabis-themed mobile game is about to drop. The game is called Ganja Man Go, and it is exactly what you think it is. It's the cannabis version of Pokemon Go. This game was made for the world of weed and all the wonderful people who love that sticky icky... (laughs) who (laughs) Who love that sticky icky. Instead of catching Pokemon, this game lets you use your phone to catch different strains. Weed-themed characters and even different types of highs. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, But you also have to watch out. Snitches and anti-pot politicians are waiting to mess up your entire game. Along with apps... That sounds like real life. (laughs) I know. (laughs) They did a good job. Uh, Along with apps like Hemp Inc., Gonjaman Go is the newest game in the niche world of pot-themed mobile games. Even more Cell Phone Zombies. At this point, everyone knows about Pokemon Go, even if you're not one of the billion people buried in their phones trying to catch them all. You've at least seen these people. All these people wandering around parks staring at their phone screens, those people gathered at a street corner or in front of shops glued to their cell phones. Yep, they're playing Pokemon Go. Or maybe you see heard that's me why I get classified like that. Right? Exactly. <laughs> or maybe you've heard the stories of people playing the game and walking right off of a cliff or getting ambushed and robbed the, the world is obsessed with this game but now, and now that obsession is about to hit the wide world of weed once this thing has ta- once this thing takes off there will be even more cell phone zombies roaming around staring at their screens but this time they'll probably be high too <laughs> what are you trying to say that the people playing pokemon go aren't high there are majority of adults out there actually playing it if you look well and they're probably see grown-ass adults walking around but you see
0: right and those kids well i'm (laughs) saying those grown-ass adults are probably already high exactly so what
1: makes it what makes you think that you have to make a weed game for a stoner to play no
0: well i mean we've already been addicted to pokemon go okay i think it's fun (laughs) maybe that's one i will try
1: Right? (laughs) How Gonja Man Man Go works. To start off the game, you select your own customizable avatar, just like Pokemon Go. From there, it works pretty much just like Pokemon Go. As you walk around, your avatar moves through a digital world that looks a lot like the original. But things start getting different as soon as you start getting some action in the game. Instead of catching Pikachu or Jigglypuff, you'll run across little pot-themed characters, like Vaporpuff. And when things are getting really well, you might find yourself catching a nice jiggly high. (laughs) or jiggly. Sorry, giggly high, not jiggly high. high. Uh But things aren't all good in the world of Ganja Mango. Just like in real life, there are a few characters you need to hide your stash from. (laughs) The game features snitches that are designed to look basically like your parents. (laughs) Like your parents or a school teacher. (laughs) How is a parent a snitch? I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> My parents aren't snitches. The game even gets a little, po- uh, a little political, as if features character. Guess, just guess. Who, what? What? What character it features? Uh, I. You're. I. <laughs> Who's running for president?
0: Um, Trump.
1: Yes, says features characters like Donald Trump. Did Trump
0: approve that? Is that Trump approved?
1: Is that Trump approved? (laughs) Well, he is against it. Think about it. So why not put him in the game of, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. Caricature. Yes. As gameplay progresses, you get to steer clear of all the haters and crazies and focus on getting the best ties you can. Basically, it's a lot like real life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's what we were saying at first. It just sounded like it was like... What we deal with every day, trying to bring out this cannabis community, right?
1: Right. Well,
0: that's cool. I mean, that's that may that may see, and you you joke about the theme, but this might have other people playing it. I assume it's going to be.
1: I'm excited.
0: I assume it's going to be <laughs> augmented reality. I guess, like Poke, yeah.
1: It's going to be probably just like that. It's probably going to incorporate your camera just like it does with Pokemon Go. So when you're actually going to catch your giggly po- uh, giggly high or whatever it'll probably be the actual background. So you could probably take a picture with whoever's in it too.
0: I see a lot of games in the future having this whole augmented reality, even on like Xbox and PS4 or, or whatever, because um, I don't know if any of the listeners listen to other podcasts. I'm sure they do, obviously. But um, one of them we listen to, or at least I do, is Joe Rogan. And they were talking about how, uh, what is it? What's the Grand Theft Auto? Is that what it mm-hmm. is? GTA? Yeah. Um, is gonna have a version of that augmented reality for a console. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, um, well, I guess it's cool. But what I mean, then, kind of wait, you, you got yeah, yes. you hop in your car. I mean, I don't know how that works. I, yeah.
1: All of a sudden, you're driving down the road, running people over. It. Well, no,
0: I assume it's through the video game, and you know they've got your whatever your location is and and you know your house is probably your home base and then from the video game you probably go through your streets in your town and stuff you know what i mean
1: oh i see
0: yeah it's augmented reality in the sense that it's the grand the surroundings theft auto around Medford, you. oregon <laughs> right that's what i'm saying
1: Is that sick that'd be cool oh my god that's hilarious <laughs> that doesn't sound too fierce well i it's mean it's not like san andreas or something like that it's medford so
0: you see google maps <laughs> being um involved in pokemon go yeah so google maps could be easily involved with that so that you could seriously have your so city crazy. map yeah
1: but That's funny though
0: um yeah so was that three was that three no that was only two that we was two you really, got one more
1: yeah we got into pokemon sorry <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you like that game <laughs> yeah Anti-Pot Group says it will spend millions fighting marijuana legalization. Long story short, the debate over marijuana legalization in the U.S. is about to get hotter than ever. That's because voters in several states will be voting on some big cannabis bills later this year. As the campaigning ramps up for these bills, so are the fundraising efforts. And on the nation's leading anti-pot group, smart approaches to marijuana, SAM, It says it will pour millions of dollars into fighting legalization bills.
0: You know, I feel sorry for the states that have to deal with this kind of crap. I really do. I mean, how long are we going to hold on to this crap? It's bull crap. And either you're telling me that these people that still fight for the prohibition are either still under some um, haze-induced... Reefer madness propaganda still? Right. Really? You're still what there? What
1: happened in your life to make you hate marijuana so bad? I mean, have
0: you not have you just grazed over the evidence? Like did you just miss it or do you just blind your blinders?
1: Hey, we all know people like that. Blind your
0: blinders. Blind your blinders? Do you you blind your eyes or your... You see what I'm saying? Like, do you have such tunnel vision? It's either one or two things.
1: You put up blackout curtains, okay?
0: Yeah, I mean, either you still believe (laughs) the old ideas because you're so set in your ways you'll never believe anything new. Yeah. Or you have these blinders on to the evidence that would change your mind if you're open-minded.
1: I honestly... But that's... I gotta say, gotta throw that out there. It's like the conspiracy theorists... It really is it's just you honestly believe what you're told or you choose to believe what you're told and you stick with it and so any sort of real facts that are proven you don't care. So it's just yeah, it's understandable that some people are so against it just just how people believe that you know certain well, things like
0: well and it's 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 like okay, here's a good example I think it's extreme example, but you take a presidents the presidency that uh, Trump and and Hillary. And they've, it, I'm not going to go into details, but they've went back and forth with their ideas. We believe this. We believe that. We believe this. We believe that. That's fine. And I think that's good if you change your idea, if you're progressing and you admit that your old idea was not correct. Right. But, you know, <clears throat> to these-
1: me, it just sounds like a battle is what it is. It doesn't seem like it's actually for a presidency.
0: Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I don't yeah. want to get political. Yeah. I was just using Sorry. that as an example.
1: Yeah. I get what you're saying, though.
0: But um, <clears throat> we, we should be able to change our minds mm-hmm. and say, and, and say, you know, we were wrong. Yes. And that's exactly. okay. Admit, that is okay. that you're wrong. Yes. Yeah. And say, you know what? I believe this way. And based on new evidence that I've found, I've changed my mind. My mind and I believe this way now. And, you know, that's the only way you're going to
1: grow. Yes. Yeah. You
0: can't just stick with one idea and say, marijuana is bad. And what's your next answer? Marijuana is bad. What's your next answer? Marijuana is a drug. What's your next answer? Marijuana Marijuana is bad. bad. (laughs) I mean, it's, I mean. It's battle.
1: It's like arguing with a child.
0: Yeah. And this is one reason why we're on the podcast is we are literally battling against these kind of groups. And I don't know if you want to go into more detail about it. If you want me to, I can. Well, is there more to it? Yes. Actually, I I
1: have right here the details. Yeah, let's talk about
0: this amazing group that wants to literally keep this medicine out of all these. Hold
1: on. It even has the bills, the ballot initiatives for what it is right here. It's frustrating. I feel sad for these states. I do too. Um, It says, the details. There are currently ballot initiatives to legal cannabis in California, Arizona, Nevada, Massachusetts and Maine. In each of those states, the fundraising battle between pro-pot groups and anti-weed organizations is taking off. So far, Sam has emerged as one of the biggest leaders in the crusade against cannabis. The group came under fire earlier this summer when a leader from the Oregon chapter tweeted controversial statements comparing marijuana legalization to the Orlando nightclub shooting. Wow. Oh my god. I'm glad I never saw that. Uh, the man who made the statements uh, ended up resigning a short time later. Thank God. Right? Despite the controversy, however, the group recently told sources that it raised, it, it had raised, there we go. Sorry. I was trying to say them both together. Raised more than $2 million. It's, <laughs> geez. It said that money would be used to fight marijuana legalization in California and other states. The ballot initiatives in California, Arizona, Nevada, Massachusetts, and Maine usher in the massive commercialization of kid-friendly marijuana products. Sam co-founder Kevin Sabbat said they go way back just legalization for adults' personal use. They go, sorry, they go way beyond just legalization for adults' personal use. In other statements, Sam said that it is current, it, that its current efforts represent the biggest sum of money ever raised to fight marijuana legalization.
0: Well, good luck, Sam.
1: Yeah. They've only got two paragraphs left, too.
0: Yeah.
1: It's a shorter one after this.
0: Yeah, good luck with um, spending all that money. We appreciate you putting it back into the economy. But, I mean, I don't know. The swing on the majority is not really in your favor these days. Um, even for states that haven't fallen yet, and there's such, a, there's such a locomotion with this movement that I don't see how they're gonna stop that locomotion. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's all these products. When we went to the Indo Expo, I saw oh my god, hundreds of products just from California. Screw, not even think about Oregon, Washington, right? Colorado, Alaska. I mean, I I can keep going on here. Texas was actually pretty. Texas was representing there,
1: right? Go Texas.
0: Okay, hemp. So
1: maybe there are listeners. Um, I just didn't know it.
0: <laughs> yeah, and one of the biggest hemp growing facilities in the United States is in Texas. So oh, we got to see a picture. Yeah. So that was pretty. Hot. Good luck <laughs> being able to spend enough money to convince new open minds to follow your old old propaganda ideas. Right. Come um, out of the Stone Age. Yeah, and We're uh, way past that. I'm sorry that we feel so strongly about this, but really, come on, come on. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do if the federal government reschedules it? Then what? Right. Then what?
1: Right, exactly. Anyway, <clears> okay. <throat> it says, but is it enough? Well, two million is a lot of money. There's still some good news in all of this for the pro-cannabis community. Supports supporters of marijuana legalization have so far raised way more money than Sam. Of course they have. No. Really? No. And any other anti-pot groups. In fact, reports showed that people for people for California's marijuana legalization bill have already raised almost. Hold on, hold on. Can you guess? Hmm. How much money they've raised? What our our side? No, the California our side. Just California. What? Just think how much money they've made. If theirs was two million.
0: Uh, ten.
1: Well, close. 9.3 million. And that number is expected to climb as high as 12 million before everything's finished. Bring it on, Sam. Bring it on. Yeah. Um, Popular support for marijuana legalization. Beyond that, there is growing popular support for marijuana, marijuana legalization across the U.S. At least that's what the results of a survey that were published in June said. According to that survey, 54% of all Americans support recreational marijuana. 54%. That's more than half. Yes, only by 4%, but still more.
0: Uh, 4% <laughs> when it comes to this kind it's of stuff is huge.
1: Uh, and when it comes to medical cannabis, it's even higher. A full 89% of all survey respondents said they support legalizing marijuana for medical uses. Nice. Yes.
0: And And that's the thing is, you know... Forget recreation. I mean, is Sam going against medical? It sounded like they are going against
1: they They all anything yeah. cannabis is what it seems like they're saying.
0: I mean, how many children with really bad epilepsy do they need to watch? I mean, these people need to be lined up in front of these. I mean, it sounds terrible, but these people need to see.
1: The videos of these people. What they've gone. They need through to be and, there in yes, person and yeah, watch yeah, these yeah.
0: people suffer day in and day out for a while. Mm-hmm. But and even maybe they can get it through yeah. their thick skulls. But
1: even those videos are moving enough too. Meaning, if they couldn't do that, just the lineup you, you of would those think, videos, wait. Just one but after here's the another? deal:
0: those people have seen those videos. These people are not ignorant. They've spent two million dollars. They've seen a right. video or two. Yeah. So. What 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 point between that video and inside their brain does it not connect? I don't get it. I, I, I don't get it. I we're gonna keep fighting people. I'm sorry, but
1: we've come too far to stop. Yeah. So We really have. Come on. We used to be those teenagers that used to have to hide a sack underneath your boober.
0: Well, there's still there's half the states are still that way, if not worse. Yeah, Some states yeah. you ride through and you got that gram that you're talking about in the first story. And it's over.
1: Right, right. Any sort. And I You mean, have your car smell like it even. Yeah. It didn't even have to be in a the car A full anymore. of smoke. <laughs> or if somebody walked by and saw a puff of smoke and didn't see a cigarette, yeah. you yeah. were suspicious.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So was that, that was three?
1: That was for me. The, uh, yours is next.
0: Yeah. And I've got one that is not a new story, but it's something that needs to be talked about because it's a current event. And it's going to stay a current event and it's going to be redundant and it's going to become up over and over and over and over because there's no good answer for this. And that is gun laws. And I don't know, I'm sure Oregonians are really smart cannabis folks. Mm-hmm. They know how to grow. They know how to um, make stuff with it and they know how to use it. We're very smart people. We've done this, like you said, for decades, whether it's been legal or not, period. Go Oregon. And here's the deal. I don't know if people realize this, but it's technically not legal to purchase a gun with a medical marijuana license card. Okay, and there's some gray area. Let me let me start about this, but here here's the article that I finally found. It's I had to find I had to dig deep to find a good one, but
1: I have a question. Real yeah, fast. go ahead. Holding like if you've already have guns in your possession, mm-hmm. and you have your medical card, is that considered different?
0: I don't think so. Okay, here's here's the gray area. Technically, if if you have that gun and it's registered to you and it's in your home, and you're growing a ton of cannabis, not even a ton, you're growing cannabis out back, I, you know, we'll talk about it in the article here, but there's some, if they want to be jerks about this, they can, they can be jerks. There can be other slew of, of charges that they mm-hmm. can write, because you know how police work. Right. You know, they, they find every charge they can find so that half of them will stick. Right. I mean, let's right. get real here. This is the truth. Mm-hmm. So if you've got some cops that are on it and might not be having a good day and they're working two days overtime for this and you've got guns in the house and you got mm-hmm. plants out back, I don't think that's a good thing for you. No. I really don't. And and laurels will probably tell you that. There's a couple of cases that the article talks about where people have beaten these things. So there is cases that we can refer to, Supreme Court cases that are that could help you in court. But let me tell you something. This is not a public defender type of case. You have twelve plants out back, and you have a bunch of bunch of guns in your house.
1: Even if in a locked box. Yeah. Wow.
0: Yes. Okay. And you know something goes down. You have one or two plants over. Say you go. You they find out whatever. You know I'm I'm speculating all this. I'm just worst case scenario. But you go to court over this.
1: They'll try to pin more on you.
0: And you've got guns involved, and, you know, here you go. It's going to be a problem.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so let me read the article because it explains everything way better. But here it is. It's from potguide.com. It says, MMJ patient, say goodbye to your right to bear arms. Are you a medical marijuana patient, own a gun, or want to? Legally, you can't do both. In fact, sixty-seven percent of Americans support better gun control laws after the recent wave of gun violence in America. Those who oppose the change fear more restrictive laws could jeopardize individual safety. That's just a summary of what we're going through right now. We mm-hmm. Which back that's and forth. Just
1: the gun laws. Yeah. That's what I'm that's saying. Not counting the cannabis laws.
0: Exactly. So the debate on the issue is hot, but no one—excuse me—but um, no one know the struggle better than the medical marijuana patients who find themselves caught right in the middle. According to the Gun Control Act of 1968, quote, anyone who is an unlawful user or addicted to any controlled substance is banned from owning a firearm, period.
1: So, in my eyes, that says that even if you've already had one before you had your license, that you should probably get rid of it. Get rid of what? Your gun. That's the way it kind of makes it sound to me. Well, it's this not is, that I agree. No, at all but this because, is a blanket law. So fuck you, they're my guns. But. Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: and here's the deal. Let's 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 go beyond having guns for safety. What about amendment the Second Amendment right, to, the bear right arms? to bear arms? Wait, wait, wait. But let's not go too deep into that. Let's just look at this super the the surface part. I just want to go hunting. I just want to kill a deer for meat for my freaking family. But I can't do that right. because I'm growing marijuana. Okay, wait a second, wait a second. So I can be a drunk and I can be a violent drunk. And as long as I don't and have on a, a weapon. F- and as long as I don't have a felony, I can own a wall of guns. Yep. And believe me, I'm not against guns.
1: I can even drive around with a truck with one yeah, in the back. That's in what fact, I'm saying. Yeah. And I'm not against guns. Have all the that.
0: guns you want. I'm against the fact that cannabis users can't have them because our are you saying that we're more violent than alcohol users? That doesn't make any sense to me. Are you saying that we're more violent than alcohol users? You know, as long as if you're not a felon and you and you're you're legit to own a gun in any other law, I don't see why marijuana has to and, and I do in the sense that they're they're being um picky about it, because this nineteen sixty eight law is uh the gun control act and also too it's still scheduled as a number as a schedule one drug which Mm -hmm. follows that act so as a schedule one drug it's illegal regardless of what a state says Mm -hmm. so the state can say it's legal federal government says it's not so therefore it's not and a gun thing is a federal deal so you go in to get that gun and i'll get to it it gets specific uh Gun owners who are caught illegally handling cannabis may face severe punishment due to federal statutes that set mandatory sentencing for drug offenses involving firearms at five years in a federal fricking prison for the first gun, first gun, first gun and 25 years for each additional one. So that's an important, that is an important, uh, paragraph there. Gun owners who are caught illegally handling cannabis, Okay, so you're looking at five to what a hundred years. So, uh, in
1: other words, illegally handling cannabis. So that means that if you have above what you're supposed to have, I, that's or what more I said. plants.
0: Yeah, that's what I said. If you're if you're in the act, but here's the deal. Let's let's say you own a gun, and, a and you're it, line, it, no. it. That's what I'm saying. It's a gray area. So because
1: they could find a way for it to be illegal. They could. Life.
0: I think they could. And you know what? You could probably get out of it, but you're gonna pay. Five, six, seven, eight, ten grand on a lawyer to get that fought. You so, can't get a public defender to fight this and it's going to win. You're going to have to pay money out of your pocket to get this thing beat. Now, you're probably going to beat it because there's some Supreme Court cases that, like I said, that have dealt with this and have, and the people won. But they paid a lot of money to have this won. So,
1: so if certain, let's say we have a friend that has guns locked away. Mm-hmm. And they're growing their normal, even if it's medical, mm-hmm. six six plants, mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. And especially both of them are cardholders, mm-hmm. 12 plants. Mm-hmm. Would they get in trouble if there's nothing wrong with what they're doing when it comes to the plants?
0: Well, technically, you can't purchase that weapon to begin with as an MMJ user. But
1: if they already had it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: All I'm saying is that it's a gray area. So yeah, there see. you go. Do you want to take that risk? have something go down that is might not even be um what do you call it even the the police show up to your house for different reasons it's not like it's a marijuana issue if they show up to your house and something happens and something goes down you never plan for and it they find out you have plants and then they find out you have guns this is going south quick you see what i'm saying
1: mm-hmm.
0: and whether or not it's technically legal or illegal at this point because of how things coincide you're getting you're gonna have to get a lawyer trust me i
1: guess it just bothers me so much because we're in oregon i'm sorry but if you don't have guns you at least know four or five people or damn near everybody around you owns guns
0: Long story short, if you have guns and you are growing a lot of cannabis, if you want to be ultimately safe, take the guns that you own and store them at your
1: neighbor's house. Right. Or store them in a storage unit. Yes. Or just. Exactly. Find and then place go get them. them. Be...
0: Yep. And then go get them when you go hunting. Right. And put them back where you can store them safely at a different location than your marijuana.
1: If you're by chance using your guns to protect your marijuana, then you should probably be looking at what you're doing right there. No,
0: uh, okay. <laughs> I You joke. But that's a valid point because here's the deal: you've got dispensaries who are who are toting around these huge amounts of money, right? Okay, and you've also got uh, um, uh, growers that are growing large patches of of these legal crops, and that involves security, whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. And that kind of security, with that kind of money or that kind of valuable property, essentially requires a firearm, or right. should, right? Okay. And so now we can't protect. So now it's just like the whole gun issue where, okay, so now we're just putting the guns in the criminals' hands. We're taking them away from the people that, that I I know we're getting political here, but but we're taking them from the people that need them. And then, so we're setting up an unbalanced situation that's not really, uh, that that promotes the crime almost. It doesn't promote the safety of the person that's handling, it promotes, because who's the bad person here? It's the guy with the cannabis, not the guy with the crime it's 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 terrible i need to get through this article uh so um the reason behind the restriction restricting firearms from medical marijuana users is another product of the drug war it was intended to help curb dangerous criminal activity by enhancing punishments for dangerous drug dealers the idea was to keep firearms away from people with narcotic addictions Ooh. (sighs) Who might misuse them, thereby harming themselves or others. Now, I can see narcotic issues. And because it's Schedule 1, they, they look at it like that. Right. If they would reschedule to at least 2, maybe we could get this gun issue at least somewhat resolved. The gray area, at least. Right. Um, it says right here, um, medical users must admit their marijuana use on Form 4473. Or face perjury charges. So if you take it back a little further and you're purchasing the gun, you have two options. You could admit that you have a card.
1: Mm-hmm. Or they'll find out when they run your uh, name.
0: The article okay. says there's, they didn't really indicate they'd do that.
1: Yeah. oh, well, that's true. But they do. It's a gray
0: area again. The federal government's like, hey, hey, you know, you're not, you're not supposed to do this, but you know unless you we want
1: unless
0: you unless we really want to go after you you know it's not a really a big deal so go ahead and do it but but just know <laughs> i don't know so that's the deal is what do you do so you face perjury charges if you lie will they check it i don't think they cross reference it i don't i don't think there's any kind of like
1: i would be too scared that they would <laughs>
0: sure why not why wouldn't they
1: yeah yeah exactly
0: at least that's what you'd think, but um, I, you can't tell me there's not medical card holders that don't have that haven't bought guns. Right. Yeah. Right. So
1: I'm sorry, but comms are guns are very common. Like I said. Yeah. Around us, especially, you know. Yeah. They really are. I know a lot of people that own them, so it's just it's funny. Well, to... and that's the
0: thing. There's just so. I mean, so yeah, we're crossing lines that.
1: Yeah, I. The gun thing, it's, it's not the gun's problem. It's the friggin' person behind it that's the idiot.
0: So like we're talking, it says the Second Amendment guarantees citizens the right to bear arms, and many state governments have legalized medical marijuana use, but the two do not coexist. This forces patients to choose between the medicine they need and the protection, or perhaps fresh deer meat, they're constitutionally promised. Even the safest, most law-abiding citizen is restricted from owning a gun if he or she admits to marijuana use. This makes marijuana patients more vulnerable to attack from either perpetrators or our own government via the drug war Mm -hmm. against this gun control. Yeah. Dispensary business owners are especially susceptible as they too face firearm restrictions. Their businesses, which often house thousands of dollars in cash profits due to federal banking restrictions, Mm -hmm. federal banking restrictions, are becoming more attracted to thieves who understand the value of marijuana products on the black market. Some estimate that as many as half of all marijuana businesses, specifically dispensaries, will be robbed or burgled. I didn't know that was the word, burgled.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think it, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah,
0: robbed or burgled at some point. Unfortunately, because of marijuana's federal status, many security companies avoid taking on cannabis clients. So,
1: um... But, I do know somebody that runs a security... Security for cannabis uh, dispensaries and for, like, where they keep their stock.
0: Well, and it says right here, exceptions to the rule, is essentially companies... This is like, companies like Blue Line Protection Group and Security Grade Protective Services, which are owned and operated by veterans, that's cool, Mm -hmm. have been filling the void for cannabis security thanks to the federal government's promise to look the other way in terms of professional cannabis security. Great. So, at least... At least someone can have guns, right? So you can't, but you can hire somebody that can <laughs> in their store. Yeah. Uh, so it goes on to talk about lawsuits. There's one called Willis versus Winters that was in an Oregon sheriff withheld concealed handgun licenses from applicants solely due to their medical marijuana use. There yeah. you go. Um, they took them to court. Supreme Court ruled that federal law does not preempt state laws and required the sheriffs to issue the licenses anyway. So that was a win for Oregon. Uh, Colorado had a win. Um, let's see. They also had a initiative that they proposed recently called the Colorado Concealed Handgun Permits Initiative. It would amend the Constitution to disallow county sheriffs from denying firearm permits based on marijuana usage, obviously. Um but it's it's difficult to be both at this point, and it's a gray area. Would I recommend it? No. I wouldn't. Or like I said, I would have it outside of my house in a neighbor's place, right. which doesn't add to any security. I get that you can still go hunting, mm-hmm. and you can still own your gun, you know. But unless you want to stash away ten grand on a you know a um, lawyer for a. Uh, what do you call that with a lawyer where you you, you retainer yeah put them on if you right. had 10 grand for a retainer on a lawyer so you can keep safe and you know right might want to consider it so
1: see this is i think a local one that we have for security for oh yeah green, okay. shield, green security. shield security sure. yeah i think that's a local one because he's local i see yeah and he runs that's what he told me that he does and gotcha and which that's that's pretty cool. I yeah. Oh yeah. And he does. He's got a team that goes out and they have certain companies that they are security for.
0: Right. 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 Uh so that was that kind of wraps that up. I know we spent a lot of time on that, but and it's not new news. No. But I wanted to bring it up because of what's going on with the gun laws and hopefully potential change in the, the scheduling.
1: Yeah. Gun laws have been a big deal now for about a year. It's, it's so it's not like it's going to go away anytime soon. It's yeah, actually I think a little more than that since the first shooting. It's been a pretty big issue, and so I don't think it's going anywhere. So it might as well be something that we discuss and talk about.
0: Well, yeah, it might be some. Well, and it's just not an issue that can be resolved I easily. Easily, but I don't know that it has some. Specific resolution?
1: No, I really don't, because the fact that there's going to be a major uprisal against and if
0: you if you add more control, you're going to upset people that want the guns, and if you um, you don't
1: you think, think they have a way to get them either way?
0: Well, yeah, and we don't. <laughs> I don't really want to get into too much of a gun talk because it's that's a whole beast that's not even.
1: It's, that's just a tip of the iceberg. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Bottom line is I I, th- I believe people should be able to own guns. Mm-hmm. And I believe that people should be able to be safe. And, you know, that's it. The, the details, I, I don't have the answers for. I mm-hmm. don't have the the specific, this is the way it could go and everybody's happy. Right. Or most people are happy because I don't think there's anybody that's going to be mostly happy in that situation.
1: Nope.
0: So let's move on to some better stuff. Um, we went to the Indo Expo. And we had a good time. I had a blast. Yeah, we went up to PDX. Shout out to Portland. You guys rock up there. There's so much stuff going on up there. You got a lot of damn traffic, but
1: a lot of accidents. A lot of accidents. Accidents. I drove by. One of them was a fender bender.
0: Google, Google uh, gave us like I don't know two or three times where it it uh, turns red. Yeah. Well, that. But I mean, it's. accident ahead he keeps
1: adding minutes you know how frustrating with that is when you're 34 minutes from your destination and you look down and you're 43 minutes from your destination you're like what
0: how do you think they feel just happened <laughs> they're in the midst of it yeah like here we don't ever down, have that like, happen
1: what the hell is going on
0: if we have some wreck that happens on google it's going to be on the five o'clock news probably
1: <laughs> before we get it on our phones yeah
0: <laughs> So we went to the expo, and we took most of the crew up there. We didn't get everybody, but we got most of the crew up there, and we were able to do a lot of networking. We're going to bring a lot of stuff to you folks. We've got a lot of products to to bring, some contests to run. We've really been talking with a lot of people and getting the dirt on things. We got a lot of people that will be coming on the show. I've got Wes Cush now helping me with that um, scheduling the interviews and getting yeah i'm getting people in um and we're gonna have a lot of variety you know like one of the people i wanted to just briefly mention is we saw an insurance company now for crops Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so you can insure your plants now
1: nice
0: and that's kind of cool um I, i didn't i didn't get the full details i wanted to get them on the show so i don't know if it included things like like acts of God, but you think it would because it's a plant. It's that's what things are going to happen is acts of God. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what it covers. Like I'm, it must cover like, I'm sure pests or I don't know.
1: Not sure. I, I, it's, I don't know either,
0: but you can get insurance. Now. Maybe, maybe that's it. Yeah. Robbery. And, and, um, I, there's gotta be coverage for some kind of crop failures. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We'll get them on and find out more about that but there's a lot of stuff going on. We saw the Sasquatch rosin press.
1: I did not get to experience that. You didn't No, but I did see the video. Yeah.
0: Okay, good. That was a good video. That thing is solid. It's expensive as hell, but, um, there were some
1: cool machines in there.
0: Yeah. Coming from the engineering field. Um, I can tell you it's built solid. That thing is solid. And, uh, you know, it, that thing's probably is a tank. It'd probably last a lifetime, but <laughs> those things are cool. You can buy them. Um, you can buy different brands, you can buy cheaper brands, uh, but that's probably like the apple of the, right. <laughs> the rosin press world. The rosin look nice. So that's something I'd like to, mm-hmm. to try in the future. So, um, I mean, I have tried the product, but I mean, actually, you know, try make it. Yeah, else. sure. Yeah. Or have my cousin, Bobby Vinny, do it for me, if that's illegal. I'm not sure what the laws are on <laughs> rosin and presses. <clears throat> so uh, do you have anything that you brought from the show that you want to talk about?
1: I just en- really enjoyed getting out there and networking and meeting all the new people, the new faces, and um, meeting meeting all the crew, because you had been actually talking to them. I didn't get the pleasure of really talking to them besides meeting one of them in person but it was nice to actually get to know everybody including wives. You got force Yeah. including wives. And, Ta-da. and we all got along very well and I enjoyed hanging out with them and really had a fun time. Um uh you know they they ended up getting to make it to the the VIP and mm-hmm. got to enjoy themselves. And it was just, it was a lot of fun. It, it really was just the whole experience was enjoyable. And seeing all the the venues and um, just all the information that was out there. Yeah, and
0: we had a lot of people that we have been started, well, we've been working with. We haven't brought them to the show yet, but we're working with. And a lot of products that we have been doing that were there. Yes. It's so like Microbe Life and SLF and, um, gosh, there was several yeah. and and I'll talk to him about, I'll talk to them about it in a second. But, um, so we're actually be able to connect with them again and, and, you know, be involved with them. Mm-hmm. So, and it was a big convention. It seemed legit. It was a huge area. Both days was really good. So mm-hmm. yeah, next year, I think we're going to definitely hit that up.
1: Oh yeah. There, we got a lot of stuff, yeah. I that. guess just yeah, yeah. just going through there and just talking to people, introducing ourselves. You know, the flyers and the information. Even if you don't, you know, if they don't, uh, if you don't personally talk to them, you can still just go by the booth and just grab a flyer, and mm-hmm. it'll still tell you what you mm-hmm. want to know because it's completely filled with it. Yeah. But it was really cool talking to people. We got a whole bunch of nutrients and yeah, just a lot of, a lot of different stuff, stuff to mm-hmm. try and a lot of stuff to give away. But it was stuff just, for our listeners to it try. Was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. So and this kind of goes hand in hand with our grow. But like I said, some of the people we're working with, um, and we and some new people that we're going to be working with. Um, let me highlight them: SLF 100, Microbe Life Hydro Batch 64, Bovida, Mammoth P, Grokashi. And earthworms. Um, that's I'll get into those at the end. That's a sp- specific, special brand I want to talk about. But um, basically, these products are stuff that we're going to start incorporating in our grows. Mm-hmm. I think. Per- I mean, permanently. Um, I've tried these out individually, and uh, I've seen the improvements. And I, I, a couple of these I've used before, but haven't had the pleasure of being able to work with these guys. So. Right um but uh i said yeah grokashi or okay so um the slf let me just talk about these products real quick because these are ones we will be rec- i do recommend them, but we will be recommending in the future so let me just go briefly over what they do for people that are growers that are listening to this mm-hmm. maybe want to know about these products or be you know uh, i don't know at least have um some exposure to them so they know what they are and maybe maybe they'll check them out right SLF 100 is an enzymatic formula. I don't know most growers if you've grown for a little while end up using an enzyme of some sorts. Mm-hmm. And um enzymes can do a lot of different things. A lot of them uh, end up breaking down your um your the bio life in your soil, the, the right. life in your soil right. and and break it down to usable nutrients mm-hmm. uh for the bacteria and the root zone. Um, SLF is, is like that, but it's also, uh, essentially, a um, it breaks down the, the, the salts and the dirt too. Okay. Yeah. And so, uh, this is something also too, it's because it's, you know, OMRI listed and it's, it's all organic. You can use this and it doesn't affect your actual, um, you know, the plant itself, whether it's in bloom or vegetative, you can use it through the whole cycle. Oh, okay. So we're going to use it. Um, it's only five mils per gallon and it's only once a week and it's just you can use it through the whole the whole feeding But it's gonna be our base enzyme.
1: So when do you stop using it?
0: You don't I mean just you I'm gonna use, use it, it all the way up and through yeah I mean, blooming I'll, and... well I'll flush. I mean, we'll flush it. Well, end. yeah, yeah, we always but up flush. until flush. Yeah. yeah, okay, okay, and then um, Well, let's go to microbe life. This is a new one for us We've just started working with them, but I've seen the results from it and they put out a few products the one we're going to start using is called phytosynthesis plus or phyto plus. It is a microbe again, and microbes are big these days. So like all these organic microbes are really just, we're finding out what they do, how they work and all the specific functions they have. And so we're starting to get these big collections of bacteria and microbes that work together. Mm-hmm. And this is part of it. Um, this one is a bunch of bacillus, some glomus, some. Uh, scleroderma uh, essentially um, it can be used with soil or soilless so and and most of these are that way but it says it's enhanced photosynthesis believed impossible to obtain may be achieved with micro -life, life technology photosynthesis plus cultures may provide enhancements essential to plant growth and stability Uh, It says photosynthesis plus enhances biological function at the foliar and root substrate levels, transporting the sun's energy, minerals, and carbon to plants at a much improved rate. Hmm. So, and it's weird. This stuff is like. uh, it's
1: So, in other words, it's like wearing black in the sun. Wearing
0: black in the sun. It
1: attracts the sun.
0: Well, you yeah, it's basically uh, it says promotes biological functions at both the plant's foliar and root substrate levels. Enhances photosynthesis using CO two. So
1: so yeah, it it enhances. It basically mm-hmm. it's like wearing functional. black in the sun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I know what that feels
1: like it's hot.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I mean, essentially, it's just going to give you some some plant vigor, and it's all natural. And I've seen it work, so we're adding that in. And then um, I don't know. Everybody's heard of Bovitas. The, I like him. Um, and, you know, essentially what they do, and there's a lot of brands out there, but Bovitas, they put your, and they got a couple different kinds, but the ones we grabbed were the 62% humidity
1: mm-hmm.
0: up or down. So you can throw them in your jars and on the lid underside, and it will raise or lower your humidity to 62, mm-hmm. which is supposed to be perfect. And I've heard it, it is good. Um, I you know I've used them in the past. I don't know if long term storage you know long term storage would be kind of like the the ultimate test. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're going to aim for. Right. But I know short term wise, I don't I don't see it affecting anything. So I like them and I see dispensaries using them too. So yeah. we're going to hand those out to people and have people try them and see what they think.
1: Oh
0: yeah, we've got a grip load of those. Yeah, and we're gonna yeah we're gonna see what people think. Give us some feedback. Uh, mammoth P. I'm sure if you're again seasoned growers have heard of Mammoth P. This stuff is another biological, and it is essentially um, enhances. Uh, well, it's supposed to give you mammoth buds, mm-hmm. I mean, big flowers, phosphorus, wasn't Fatties. it? Fatties. Well, it's it, it. Was it phosphorus? It is. It, 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 it allows it to uptake these nutrients like phosphorus better, improve rates.
1: I remember somebody explained the mammoth pea. In yeah, okay,
0: so let me just read it. It says, Harnesses the power of beneficial soil microbes that evolved over millions of years to support vigorous plant growth and revives a dynamic microbiome throughout the plant-rooting zone. Mammoth pea has undergone rigorous scientific development at a leading university. And it says, Independent growths have proven that it increases nutrient availability and plant nutrient uptake, promotes plant growth, and increases yields. So... Yeah, I mean, and like I, we talked about, it, it's, it says it's designed to increase phosphorus availability during the bloom phase. You use it on top of your regimen. Mm-hmm. So, and I've used this one before. This stuff is good. little spendy. See,
1: I listened out there.
0: I know you did. You did good.
1: <laughs> that's why I said, no, no, no. I remember I heard it. I said, he said mammoth pea, so mammoth phosphorus. Yeah. You can see it like that. And that's how I associated it.
0: What's nice is you really only need it in bloom, and it doesn't take much. So it is a little spendy, but it doesn't take much. Like I've got an 8.5-ounce bottle, and it has 400 gallons. So that's huge.
1: Well, and didn't we get that one for just being there?
0: Um, Well, they come on and show supporters.
1: Right, right, yeah. okay. So
0: we're going to be able to nice. hand out some Mammoth P to people and nice. yeah, do some contest giveaways, get this in some growers' hands that haven't tried it before. and This is with all this stuff here. Yes. Yeah. Is, these are all back. going to be available yes, to our listeners yes. as contests and giveaways. I'm just saying this is what we're using, mm-hmm. so we support it and we're actually using it, and we find that it's good. So that's why we're backing it and putting it out there. Um, I, I'm not going to go too much further in the nutrients. Grokashi is another one. Uh this is interesting. I've never used this up until recently. Oh,
1: is that that bag stuff that we got? Yeah, that stuff was cool. That guy was had a lot of really cool facts. It's
0: stuff. really cool. And talk about all natural. This goes into have like him fer- on
1: the show for sure.
0: Oh, we will. We will. Yes. This goes into like fermentation and stuff, but Grokashi is. It's a specially fertilizer based on ancient fermentation is what it says. It says this is no ordinary soil amendment. Um, it infuses life force back into the soil. Uh, you may experience microbial growth, which is natural and beneficial. And it does show like all this like white microbes on top of the dirt. So. Well, and
1: it did <laughs> the, the stuff in the bag when he had the bag open, it actually did look like almost sawdust.
0: Well, yeah, it's, it's weird. Yeah, um, it's
1: very, it's strange, yeah.
0: says, containing specialty nutrients and beneficial life forms, Grokashi is a living product biologically enhanced through an anaerobic fermentation process, making it different from most powdered inoculates and fertilizers available on the market. Only the best products, which are beneficial to humanity, go into the fermentation process. Because Grokashi creates and nourishes life within the soil, the intelligent soil network allocates food in the perfect proportions to the plant, and produces defenses against pathogens like rot and molds. So, I mean, it's, you know, this obviously has a lot of good benefits. Um, and he was saying that a lot of organic people and a lot of people that run teas and stuff um, and full, like powdered organic stuff use this. So, um, it increases uptake of organic material and it does this through the um, inoculation and the bio life that's inside of it. It takes probiotic gardening to new levels. It um, allows plants to reach their full potential. So we are adding this in. It says you can use it as a foliar spray, compost tea, soil amendment, or top dressing. Pretty, a pretty lot of options there. And it says it introduces a wide consortia of beneficials into your ecosystem, which again is the big thing right now.
1: Yes, which, and that's what he he really was pushing, Yeah, is the runoff. <laughs> He was really, really concerned with the runoff because yeah. he likes to use creek water when he is doing his plants. He's like, and who wants to put unnatural stuff back into the earth? Yeah. And Chems. make it, make all these chemicals go back into the earth into the same water that you want to recycle into your plant. And he's like, and then it goes down further on just to make it even worse. It's like,
0: Which goes back into the cycle <laughs> of like Kennevere was talking about with the soil um, being uh, contaminated or your water being contaminated. Right, right. These are where it comes from. Not everything, but these are the sources and parts of the sources that cause those contaminations.
1: And it's continuous. It's not just with runoff from marijuana plants it can be from anything oh, that well, can get into the and, water and even.
0: big and big ag is the worst they yes. use low-grade nutrients that get in bulk dropped off on pallets that i mean are just dumped out there and then you got this soil that doesn't have beneficials in it in an active living system it just has these three base chems that are keeping things alive right now because yeah. if you don't keep adding that stuff it won't keep working right so um that's it you know we're gonna um use um some other top dressings um possibly but i think those are probably um the base of what we're gonna you know go with for now yeah yeah Now, nectar for the gods, I guess I should have said our base baseline for our nutrients is nectar for the gods.
1: Oh, well, we, yeah, that's.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I've mentioned all our our microbes and all our additives, but I didn't mention the actual (laughs) baseline of (laughs) nectar for the gods.
1: Well, I kind of figured that everybody knew that because we had thrown it out there that we definitely, nectar for the gods is what we're using.
0: Yeah, well, and um, everybody knows that we've used up until this point. Essentially, we've just used the um, down to earth. Yes, yes. Which is, and that's what we have dry. bought
1: at our local grange.
0: Yeah, and you know yes. the the thing about it is high quality stuff, OMRI listed, and it's affordable because it's dry. Yes, you're not buying liquids. And I'm not. Don't get me wrong. I am not turning around on liquids right now. We are using nectar. It's just that it's nice to be able to use some dry because you are paying for dry weight, not liquid weight. Right. And that is a concern with some people. Yes. And we understand that. Um, but the proportions that you use with nectar are, it's not like you're using a ton, especially, you know, as we promote the four and six plant gardens, even right. if it's eight, nine, 10, or 12, um, they're not so big that you can't, these these nutrients are definitely, right. you, know, you know, affordable. So, but don't get me wrong. I did want to mention that we grabbed We've been looking for another line, liquid line, that we can run with nectar. To do a side-by-side. To do the side-by-side. Uh, again, we could have used the down-to-earth, but because nectar is a liquid, we kind of wanted to be a little closer in the control well, and, of it.
1: And we're all it would be is our old plant compared to our our new right. is what it would be because it's well, what we've we're gonna been using. we're going to do a side using. thing. Yeah, so, that's yeah. right. So it's, we're going to do a side we already thing. We know what the result of mm-hmm,
0: this Where it's going to be only nectar... And the line that we picked that I thought would be a good match. And I don't know if anybody's heard of this yet. It's called growth science nutrients. It's a four part with silica. And, um, this is a good one in the sense that we do need to find a good line. Mm -hmm. This is supposedly a, a, a not a high salt baseline. You know, it's not a salt baseline. It's a liquid line. And, uh, it's, Obviously, they're trying to appeal to the easier, right? That's you know, why
1: he has four, but you can right. And yeah. really, it's
0: not even that. It's like a, it's like a two part A and B with a a kelp, humic, uh, bottle, and then a um, basically a, a silica bottle, right? And it's high grade stuff. The silica is, and I don't have the bottle to to read it, but it's the proper silica, and everything's pH balanced, mm-hmm. so you don't have to pH it, right? Okay. Um, and so he
1: did show us some of his crops too and it was yeah
0: and these are good there is yeah. uh scientific studies on his products um, and this is a good line so I felt it was really fitting that we could compare it to the nectar because it's again liquid uh, nectar can be a four part it can also be a six part an eight part you can take it from a four part all the way up to as complicated as you feel you want to take it
1: right you were showing me that yeah and I think they have the same thing f- through these guys. Yeah. The, there, because he had all the different... There
0: was more yeah. to it if you wanted to. But his base was a four-part.
1: He, so, he tried to make it as yeah. simple.
0: So essentially we're comparing a pretty much a four-part to a four-part. And they're both liquids. One is... I guess it's more of a synthetic. Because I don't even think it's... Yeah. It's not OMRI listed. It's natural. But it's not OMRI listed. So... We're going to call this the quote-unquote synthetic. And um, I, sh- I guess I shouldn't say synthetic because it does have natural sources in it. So, uh, And it's a low salt line. So I don't know. I thought it was a fair comparison. And it's that way we can do two tests mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah, And we can look at um, both lines and, and see how easy it is to work with both of them. Mm-hmm. You know, if if this whole not having a pH, that's cool. So people just jumping in to you know, wanting to grow right. a two to four part system that you don't have to pH. That's pretty nice. Yeah. That works good. And it comes out with good flavor. Hopefully we'll see. Right. So I guess that's really it on that. And that kind of was about our, or, you know, our grow. I do have to admit, I found some bad news in the grow. Yeah.
1: Our girl scout cookie.
0: Yeah. Our girl scout cookie decided to
1: catch a bug Not a bug. No, not like... Mildew. About, like sick. She got sick.
0: I guess. Powdery mildew. And I don't get it. I do not get it because we've been so dry and we haven't had any rain. We did it the first of the year, but I saw zero of it at the first of the year.
1: You mean the first of the grow? Because it wasn't...
0: May, June, we got rain.
1: Yeah, that's not the first of the year. That's the first of the summer. Sorry. Well, okay. <laughs> season. In first of the season, the okay, grow season. there we go. Yes.
0: But I didn't see anything and the spot that i did find initially was very small so it wasn't wasn't like just
1: a couple days ago
0: so like three four days ago i found the spot and it looked like friggin bird poo and we got birds that fly by and will occasionally hit a plant and powdery mildew given how sometimes white bird poo can look depending kind of looks like that it's just got this powdery flaky white grossness to it and so when i saw it i thought oh that must be bird poo. Not a problem. And then I got closer and I'm like, oh, that doesn't look good. Mm-hmm. looks a little more powdery than bird poo. So I cut it out. And no kidding, this is how easy it is to mess up. When I was cutting it out, a little piece of leaf that I was cutting out fell down through the branch.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I picked it up, threw everything away, thought nothing of it. Came back tonight, and I'll be damned if where that leaf didn't touch has got powdery mildew. So.
1: Did you get it all clipped out? Because I know you can't with my clippers. I, I
0: I I chunked it. I just said, screw it. I'm I'm putting gloves on. Rather and than lose the whole thing. I'm not losing this plant. Not this year. I yeah. gotta get to the finish of a Girl Scout. I guess I'll never grow one again. I don't know, but
1: she has been our most sensitive.
0: My God, don't feed me too much. Don't give me too much sun. I'm gonna grow like this, and don't do that, and this, and she's oh my God! She's still the
1: shortest one out there.
0: She's growing quick, but she's still the shortest. And you just can't like. Oh, and here's the other thing: she's almost nearly in full bloom mode. So, like the other plants are just starting to show. She like overnight, it's like oh God, she's back in bloom. So,
1: so she turned into what's a up, mad farmer? <laughs>
0: what's up, buddy? Like, is this an autoflower? Or is this thing just an early flower? I hope it's an early flower, and if that's the case, that's cool. We'll pull that thing down at at this rate, like mid September. Oh, shit. <laughs> I hope not, but but um, yeah, it's just she's gonna bloom quick. It's gonna have, it's gonna be the first plant down. Right. But I hope that PM does not stick around. No, I hope not. So we're gonna treat her tonight, and um, you know, hopefully be okay, you know. We I don't know exactly what. We, there's options we can use some supreme growers. I can't remember what it's called at this point. I can't remember, but there's some some green, supreme growers it's good for PM. Um hydrogen peroxide, neem, stuff like that. So.
1: Hmm. I did not know hydrogen peroxide.
0: Yeah, not not full strength or nothing, but like a 30-40% hydrogen peroxide works good. Hmm. Yeah, it's also a good cleaner too. As far as for the plant, but yeah, so that's, that's about it. I was going to, um, also go into, and we'll just do this next time. Cause we're getting a little bit later in the show, but we're going to try to bring on some, some education, little stuff, like maybe how to dose your edibles and stuff, how to control your doses at home. Mm-hmm. I think people that are probably grown at home like to grow their own. You know, edibles, not, not grow edibles, but...
1: You can grow edibles?
0: <laughs> grow some brownies.
1: Can you grow me some wax too? Some dabs? <laughs> That'd be cool.
0: No, but there's just some simple ways to... have a
1: dab tree? <laughs> <laughs>
0: there's some simple ways to um, know what you're putting into your, your edibles. Yeah. And um, I think people would like to know that if you're making your stuff. Um, one of the best ways to make them is with the bho because you don't get the flavor Mm -hmm. of the marijuana i'm not knocking it but if you want brownies to just taste like regular brownies you can do that by using the concentrates
1: i think i like it better with the marijuana taste (laughs) it's hard to eat a brownie without that taste i'm like this is just a brownie i don't like it
0: yeah yeah well
1: you need to take these back and fix them (laughs) (laughs) you forgot a huge ingredient
0: should we should we talk about it? Do we have It's been an hour and okay, we're good. We're good. We'll <laughs> talk about it next time. So Indo Expo, we talked about the grow and we are Is that it? Do we have anything else?
1: No. We talked about news. mm
0: mm-hmm. Mhm. And sorry we didn't bring any on anybody on this week. Uh, it's just been busy with Hectic. the Indo Expo. Yeah. Busy, and yeah. we'll get back on We've interviewing got next so week. So
1: many interviews that we got to get mm-hmm. lined up. So we're
0: gonna bring some good content coming up. Yep. Okay. So I guess that's it for this week. We will see you next week.
1: Absolutely.
0: Okay. Oregon love.